The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. What's good, everybody, and welcome to Body Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Broke Rider Dave. How we doing, everybody? So, Dave, are you ready to insert a little bit of positivity back into this podcast? Since last time, I believe I was bitching and moaning about endings. Absolutely. Ready to give a positive top 10 of my uh, favorite body horror movies. Which I gave you, which I'm a, I'm a big fan of body horror. Um, I kind of wish that I was given it because I have a, I, I like a good amount of body horror. Uh, I can think of 10 just off the top of my head. Yeah. In fact, I'm actually struggling with the one that you're giving me, which was the remakes. Because yeah. I'm looking through a bunch of them and I realized, you know, I guess I don't really watch a lot of remakes. Well, or, I mean, or, the, who, or the remakes that I have seen aren't really that bad. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised on which movies actually are remakes from, like, an older, older movie. But I might have to do an adjustment on that one and do yeah. top five and uh, least favorite and top five favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to just split it up a little yeah. bit. But that is for another time. This is your top ten body horror. Did it take you a while to make this list? It did. And if anyone disagrees that any of these movies aren't a body horror movie, I checked them all again. Lists of body horror movies on Wikipedia, so. You don't need to defend yourself. I, I, I said that I put, <laughs> I had Sweeney Todd and Passengers in my yeah. last one. You don't need to justify it to anybody. I'm just saying if anyone gets upset, don't get upset with me. Get upset with Wikipedia. All right, so is this in any particular order? Because I know last time you went down top 10 and then it went all the way to your number one. Yes, I, that's the way we are going to be doing it. Start from 10, make my way down to 1. All right. And I have a good amount in my mind. Let's see if... Uh, I'll, I'll let you do your 10, and then I'll ask if you've seen a couple of the ones that I have in mind. All right. Sounds good. Starting the list off at number 10, probably the first one that comes to a lot of people's mind when it comes to body horror, The Human Centipede, mm. directed by Tom Six. Cinematic masterpiece. Uh, I feel like it's one of those films that if you're a horror fan, you should probably watch it at least once. Well, that's uh, that that whole movie is has turned into um, kind of like it's like you have to see it just for the shock value and just it, it, well, it's become one of those things where if you're a horror movie fan, it's been seen by so many people that you have to be like, all right, I need to see what the see what it's about. Yeah, I need to see what the whole fuss is about. Yeah, it gives ass mouth a whole new meaning. Uh, so, are you talking? Are you talking strictly the first one? Or are you talking about the entire franchise? Just the first one. I haven't seen any of the other ones in the franchise. If once you see the second one, you'll realize that the first one is actually pretty tame. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. That's a movie that I've been meaning to put on our list of movies to watch. Yeah. It's just one of those that you look and you're like, that is such a horrible situation to be in. One of the worst situations ever we get caught in. And I guess for those of you who have not seen Human Centipede and are wondering what it's about, picture in your mind what it would mean to have three people into a human centipede and it's exactly what you think it is yeah super gross but it's definitely one that you're gonna have to check out 
Okay, getting it, getting it started off. I don't think anybody will disagree with that one. That one's a no. That one should make the list. All right, number nine, Idle Hands, the nineteen ninety nine horror comedy. Oh, I love that movie. Such a like, it could have been taken in a whole different direction to make it really serious, but they made it so good at being a, like a comedy. That's not something that I would like think of when I think of body horror. But you said you yeah. Wikipedia'd it, so yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, body limbs are getting chopped off. So. Off. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, has Seth Green, Jessica Alba on it. That movie is so 90s. I, although it probably came out in early 2000s, but it feels 90s. Uh, it came out in 1999. Oh, then that's exactly why I wasn't sure. It, it hit yeah. that sweet period of, is it 90s or 1000s? Such a 90s movie, yeah. A lot of, like, 2000 to 2005 movies still felt like the 90s. It was still yeah. kind of still kind of brushing off that feeling. And I feel like it's one of the earliest, like, you know, horror comedies I can remember watching. That might have to be one that, uh, when we start picking the movies again, uh, yeah, that we might have to review. Yeah, because I mean, I haven't seen it in years. Exactly, but definitely is a good one. I mean, Seth Green was a bottle to the head. Yeah, he got it a bottle to the head. Yeah, just kind of stuck there. And his other friend got his head chopped off. Yeah. But the main character is basically running around with the devil possessing his hand. His hand, yeah. It's exactly as ridiculous as it sounds, but I love that movie. Such a good movie. Number eight, you're going to really love this movie. I better. Because it's your favorite movie. Oh, The Thing's the on thing, there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> a movie I didn't like, but now that I've watched it more recently, I'm starting to come around to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's... when I The Thing is one of two movies that immediately come to mind when I think of a body horror movie i'm not gonna say what the other one is because i'm sure it'll probably be on the list um but yeah the thing that is the reason uh, that's the example that i give of why i like practical effects and prosthetics over cg just because the practical effects in this movie are great yeah it's just something that you can actually feel like is actually there in front of you and not computer generated is plus it's (laughs) i wouldn't think of like somebody's head gets detached and then sprouts legs and turns into a walking head spider yeah, that's a great scene. And I really enjoy the story of like paranoia, not knowing who's affected, who's not. And uh, one of the reasons why, well, well, it's one of the reasons, but not the reason why people uh, really like John Carpenter. Yes. I like everything from the score down to the visuals, but yeah, good pick. I, yeah, I think John Carpenter's probably the best director with scores. I feel like you find that in all his movies, it's a great score. I, I think you'll be hard pressed to find somebody who would disagree with you on that. Yeah. We are now on to number seven, and that will be The Green Inferno. Green Inferno. I've heard of it. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've seen it. I don't think I have. Directed by Eli Roth. Oh, all right. Yeah. I do like Eli Roth. Yeah. Group of activists taking a trip to Amazon rainforest, end up in a plane crash and make contact with a native tribe of cannibals. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when you were explaining it, I was like, all right, when do they run into the cannibals? Yeah. And it's just messed up. Like there's one person they don't even eat. They just mess them up and then tie them to a tree and let the ants start eating them Ooh. yeah Does, was this a relatively new movie i'm I, like uh i think it's actually a remake and it came out in 2013 okay yeah i do like e- eli roth's work i might have to check that one out i i heard of it but i'd never seen it yeah 
it was one of those movies you definitely are gonna have to watch especially if you like body horror i think you, you'll really enjoy this one yeah and i'll we can have a discussion at the end of this about body horror in general yeah but it's just the point the guys get eaten by ants while two or two people are escaping mm-hmm. and he looks at him and he just asks for them to kill him he's like please kill me oh it's that bad yeah i mean get eaten by ants super painful and it has a pretty good ending i'd say all right i'll uh, so, yeah i'm gonna see if i can see if i'm up late tonight you know something something to watch right before bed yeah so. yeah i'm not gonna say that ending but it's pretty good number five i going didn't through, realize going through this, this list pretty quick yeah i didn't realize this one was even a body horror movie mm-hmm. when i saw it was i was like definitely has to be on my list oh no it's number six not five my bad uh, either way event horizon yeah I, I could i can definitely see that especially if you look up some of the stills and some of the pictures of the things that yeah. ended up on the cutting room floor oh, and yeah didn't make because they had a lot more scenes of them in the hell dimension and these people getting tortured yeah i think the story is paramount kind of was was it paramount rushed the film because titanic got delayed is that what it was i think so yeah that's how it got kind of rushed i guess for those of those who haven't seen it i guess i guess the way i would describe it is think just hellraiser in space yeah basically yeah just a hellish torture dimension in outer space i mean you got a guy holding his eye speaking latin Mm -hmm. that's one of those scenes that kind of stick out with me he's just sitting there holding his eye and have you actually looked up and checked out some of the extras that didn't make it into the movie i haven't but i heard like you're saying they're pretty pretty intense yeah i'm gonna have to do that you know i i'm looking right now i just typed in green inferno and the very first thing that popped up was ants <laughs> green inferno 2015 fed to ants yeah save that for later but yeah, yeah vince horizon good yeah, good movie see so a lot of these uh body horror stuff is i guess when i think of body Body horror. I think of a completely different sect of body horror. I, yeah. I completely forget about like the torture stuff. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll explain why when we get uh, down to it. Because I want to mention a few, like I said, but I don't want to bring them up if they are on the list. Not just yet. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the pictures of the extras from uh, Front Horizon. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. You think they should have kept them in? Well, I think so because from yeah. what I looked at, it looked like a lot of work went into all of that. Yeah. Into all of that stuff. It's a shame that you wouldn't use it because you got to figure that took a lot of time to design that stuff. Oh yeah. Well, what was Front uh, Horizon's actual like rating? Was it PG-13 or no? Rated it R? had to be. It has to be rated R. I would think because yeah. even at the end just the way that Sam Neill looked at the very end yeah. I, th- I think would have probably alone given it a R rating yeah it's rated R yeah I I would have been shocked if it wasn't rated R yeah I mean extras I don't think it would have bumped it up to like NC-17 or anything like that um I guess not. Um, that said, it came out in what, 1997? 97 or something yeah, between 97. Yeah, 97. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it would have because if you already have an R rating, I don't understand why you wouldn't put that stuff in there. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm sure there's a story behind there. I'll, yeah. I, I'll have to look up. Number five. We just mentioned Hellraiser in space. So why not talk about the actual Hellraiser? Hellraiser on Earth. I have 1987 classic, man. Um, another one that, um, well, the earlier ones making good use of those prosthetics. I mean, it does have CG in it, but the actual grotesque stuff is all prosthetics Prosthetics, and all all, uh, practical 
effects, which are really cool. Yeah, visually for being a movie from 1987, mm-hmm. looks great. That's one of those movies where I don't really necessarily care about the plot. <laughs> I just, I watch each movie because I want to go, all right, what new Cenobite is going to be introduced this time? Yeah, the Cenobites are great. I mean, the storyline's pretty decent too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the storyline, let's be honest. I mean, it's okay, but you're here to see Pinhead and you're here to see the Cenobites. Exactly. But And I actually just saw the, I don't know if it was the very last one to come out and I was just recently introduced to the Auditor. Which one was that? I think that might've been the very last one to come out. Just type in Hellraiser Auditor, A-U, like you're auditing a class auditor. He basically, uh, when he kidnaps people, he ties them down to a chair and then he has a typewriter and he makes them verbally account for all of their awful deeds that they've done in their life and and he's as he's typing it all down. And So I've seen like the first two, so. I've if you type seen... it in on YouTube, you'll see the scene. It, he's actually a pretty cool character. Well, I'm seeing a picture of him now on. All scarred up and everything. Yeah, looks like a pretty cool character. I'd say uh, watch that YouTube clip and check it out. I mean, for me, Pinhead's always going to be my favorite. Oh, the, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I guess, I, I mean, I have to agree. I'm sitting here looking at my Hellraiser poster, looking at Pinhead right now, so. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Did the, I mean, I know they're rebooting it. Did that already come out? Are they really? Or, yeah. I don't know if it came out yet or if it's coming out this year. Uh, well, I mean, we were just talking about Chris hates. <laughs> Can you hear the, the the sigh in my voice when I said when, when you said that? I'm like. <sighs> Another remake? Alright. Is it a remake or a reboot or is it like a sequel? I think it's a reboot. Of course it is. Yeah. It's gonna be on uh, Hulu though. You know what? Uh, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the upcoming hashtag yeah. Chris Hates Remakes. It'll be uh, interesting to see uh, female Pinhead. See how Jamie Clayton does as a... Oh, is that what they're doing now? They're, yeah. They're doing a... Uh, a woman pinhead i mean is yeah. she going to be pinhead or is it like is it like yeah. the, is it is is that what the studio basically said we want to do another hellraiser movie but make pinhead a woman this time well it's not that it's like in the books pinhead's kind of like i'm not saying it's a bad thing or, or anything I'm, it's like, not it's i'm not saying it's a bad thing or anything i'm just saying uh I, because I haven't seen the trailer, I don't know anything about it. But you know, I got no problem with like I got no problem with gender swapping stuff unless the only reason you're doing it is to is for. Uh, no, I, th- I think she's gonna. I mean, she's gonna be Pinhead, so it's not like they're gonna change the character too much. They're just gonna be a different actor that, underneath uh, the prosthetics. Gimmick. So. That's the word I was looking for. Like, yeah. if you're gender swapping a character, I, I don't necessarily mind unless the only reason you're doing it is to is that it's a gimmick kind of like when they remade ghostbusters with with all the women all all female cast and i'm like all right well you know inherently i don't have a problem with that but a lot of the marketing around that was like all right we have a all female ghostbusters cast other than that why like did you give them a good personality or anything or is, are you just selling it based on the fact that it's an all-female cast now because i need more than that if you're gonna you know what i mean yeah no, that's, that's I, why i was asking about you yeah. know pinhead i was like all right so is it just it's hellraiser but now pinhead's a woman yeah i mean pinhead the character is kind of like genderless as it is so i think the character's really because be i thought because i thought you know in the sequels it showed that he was an actual guy and we see him in his human form well i'm talking from like the books oh well i haven't that read pinhead, the book so yeah, that pinhead so for all I know, from, yeah. it might be completely accurate, so I don't know. Yeah, it's from the books where it came from. Kind of right. like a genderless being, so. Okay, I well, I mean, yes. if that's the case, then by all means, go yeah. ahead and do it. Then Yeah. Kind of like when Dr. Sleep came out, and I heard Dr. Sleep, uh, oh, they're making a sequel to The Shining, and I groaned, and then somebody had to say, oh, no, no like, Stephen King actually wrote a story. I was like, oh, okay, I thought you were just doing it because you wanted, you know what I mean, to, yeah, to no. get money. But, I mean, if it's 
if it's, you know, to the source material, then by all means do it. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens. I'm going to check it out when it comes out. All it's just telling me is sometime this year on Hulu, so. I wonder if anybody's going to listen to this and immediately take away from what I just said. Just automatically go, oh man, Chris hates it when, like, you know, women being <laughs> yeah. in ma- I'm like, he's like, no, it's no. not the case. <laughs> just when they use it as a gimmick and not, you know, as. And that's it. When they. Yeah. I mean, I can go on a whole tangent about that, but that is not yeah. what this is about. This is about yeah. you talking about body horror so let's move on to number four and that is going to be the faculty uh you know when you were talking about idle hands i was immediately thinking you know that's that movie feels very 90s and it just reminded me of the faculty yeah um when it comes to movies i'm very 90s i loved all the horror movies in the 90s i love i mean i'm a child of the 90s so of yeah. course i'm going to i feel like we had that like seven year sweet spot of just great horror movies mm-hmm. this is one of them i mean think it's basically the breakfast club with an alien invasion I mean, I mentioned earlier in a past episode that I think it was 81 to 91 was my favorite thing for horror movies. But, you know, it, that's hard for me to even say just because I there's so many 90s movies that I love, too. I mean, it honestly just depends on the day. I mean, because now I'm yeah. just now I'm just, you know, it give me all the 90s. Yeah, I'm very big on movies from like 95 to like 02, 03. Mm-hmm. That was like right in my window of what I was getting into horror. So the, the era of like when Final Destination started up and Final Destination, Scream. Yeah. Halloween 20 years later, H2O, Faculty Valentine, uh, Urban Legends, another great one. Blair Witch. Yeah, that was uh, my first found footage. And while well, we are uh, getting a little off course. <laughs> As we often do. As we often do. You know, if people are listening and they're like movie geeks and everything like that, I think they can understand, you know what, when yeah. you get to talking about movies, you'll end up getting to a spot where you don't even remember the original movie you're talking about. Exactly. The Faculty, awesome alien movie. Like if we ever did like my favorite time. Top 10 90s movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be able to make a top 10. Might be like top 50. Well, I think I know what your next top 10 is going to be. Yeah, so faculty, you know, Breakfast Club with an alien invasion going on. They literally have every group. You got the Chalk, Preppy Girl, the Archie Girl, the Burnout, Loser, and the New Girl. Yes, like you said, basically the Breakfast Club, but with aliens now in it. And somehow the drugs that the Burnout makes actually dries out and kills the uh, parasite aliens. Very positive pro-drug message of this movie. Evidently, yeah. Make some drugs in case alien invasion, guys. And the faculty has one of my favorite awful sensor of sensor jobs that they did. I think we've talked about this before. Yes, it's John Stewart's character. Um, John Stewart from The Daily Show's in it. Yeah. And he gets his finger bitten by one of the little alien creatures and he yells yeah. out, in the regular version he yells out, oh fuck, but in the edited for TV version he yells out, oh fooey. And I remember yeah. seeing that for the first time and I rewound it like at least two or three times and I was like laughing my ass off. <laughs> I don't think I, I've ever seen the TV version. But well, I think it aired on yeah. sci-fi at one point. Yeah. Uh, Sci-fi channel at one point. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, fooey. John Stewart is pretty good at this movie for his limited role. You know, now I just want to go on a '90s binge now. Right. I mean, but this next movie, number three. Number three. We are gonna go to the '80s, 1981 to be exact. I think I might know what it is. Go ahead. Directed by Sam Raimi. Nope. No starring right. Bruce Campbell. Yep. Evil Dead. Yeah. The uh, like, especially the last 15 minutes of that movie. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that movie is notable for a lot of things from the just the over-the-top body horror, especially yeah. near the end, to the molesting tree near the middle. Yeah. Um, I remember my friend showed me that back in the days when uh, PSP was new, <laughs> and he showed it to me. He had the Evil Dead on his uh, PSP, and he was, and I'd never seen it before, and he showed it to me, and I was looking at it, and I was like off doing something, and I was just kind of watching, and then I came back when the, that tree scene came, yeah. and, I, and I was like, my dude. <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> that uh, tree is uh i was like it, i mean i ain't reading into this right but this this tree just sexually assaulted this woman right i mean i'm not yeah i'm not being a pervert right i did just see what i think i saw right and when the evil dead remake came out i was yeah. sitting there the entire time going all right how are they going to handle that scene <laughs> are yeah. they going to how are they going to recreate this uh a tree uh, uh, sexually assaulting a woman and just saying that out loud uh, uh, a tree sexually assaulting a woman uh, just immediately just conjures up images to me of like the trees from Wizard of Oz like harassing yeah. Dorothy and oh, just, God. Yes. Just, just 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 like a person well, in a tree suit <laughs> yeah but um man the last 10 minutes of that movie i swear are great and then evil dead 2 is also great never seen it really yeah see, the, the, I, the second and third and army of darkness the ones that everybody really loves haven't seen it see i had evil dead evil dead 2 and army of darkness on vhs mm -hmm. that shows how long ago it was when i first saw it i know a lot of the memorable quotes but i do not i have not seen it and i i know that that's a horrible thing because it's i know it's a really yeah. popular series of movies just gonna have to binge watch it one day just all three of them i mean army of darkness is eh but still enjoyable i'll be the judge of that i guess yeah and i mean evil dead one of my favorite tropes cabin in the woods oh i, I was mean, about to say is that your number two no <laughs> it's just one one i just enjoy a lot of horror movies that happen to take place in cabin in the woods my favorite horror comedy is Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and that's in the woods. Okay, yeah. that's making fun of the cabin in the woods. The I mean, cabin in the woods. The movie is making fun of the cabin in the cabin woods trope. Yeah. So I mean, it's so, just that feeling of isolation, and like you can't really go anywhere. Yeah, you have nowhere to go for help. You're relying on yourself at this point. Plus, I mean, oh, I can't remember. It was Evil Dead Two where he cuts his arm off and places a chainsaw. So that's the first one. That's the uh, well. You're asking the person who hasn't seen the yeah. Ar Army of Darkness or Evil Dead Two. So, so that probably didn't happen in the first one. If you don't remember it. I mean, are you talking about the first Evil Dead movie? That no, he was very much had both arms by the end of the movie. Yeah. So that's the second one. That's another great scene. But yeah, definitely watch Evil Dead Two. It is definitely worth it. And now on to number two we're gonna go to 1979 okay uh i mean this movie's just a classic we've actually discussed it before on the show alien alien one of the most memorable body horror scenes yep that was our tag time, episode yeah, yeah. classic yeah it made made uh notable all more for the fact that they didn't tell anybody that the uh chest uh burster scene was gonna happen it, yeah so it's all natural reactions at that point and just the idea of a face hugger is just so awful because it, it looks a lot like a spider like an yeah. alien spider and just a the fact that it it just attaches to your face and then just impregnates you by attaching itself to your face is just because such I, a terrible way to go the idea yeah. of because i in my mind i'm just like the idea 
of a giant tarantula just like attaching itself to your face and is, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, like the the face huggers scare me more than the actual xenomorph yeah, to, to be honest <laughs> well that, dealing with the face huggers i mean that's just a terrible way those things are smaller they can uh they yeah. they they jettison out to you yeah they, they like uh, again just a giant alien tarantula and i'm like very weird about having like stuff on my face like i like usually try to avoid costumes with masks i just don't like having anything on my face so especially face, an alien spider yeah so dealing with the face hugger would be just probably the worst way for me to go not to mention also alien baby's gonna burst open your chest there's that too yeah also just corpse mutilation at that point and that is your number two that's my number two i'd like to guess uh your number one if that's okay go for it i mean this one has to be like the granddaddy go-to of body horror movies um is it the fly no i've never seen the fly oh my god that is like the that was when i was saying the thing and the fly are the two movies that i go to when I think of body horror. Yeah. Um, all right, well, if it's not- Like, uh, I've been meaning to watch Fly and just haven't got around to it. Mm-hmm. That so one, that, that one is a gradual, like you see the body horror over the course of the second and third act. And it's, again, just wad of the practical effects. Yeah, like two body horror movies that I really want to watch that I haven't seen that's why they're not on the list, is mm-hmm. The Fly and Tusk. I thought Tusk was going to be my next one that I was going to ask if, if that was going to be your number one. No, I haven't seen either one of those movies, so. Oh, I guess, I guess well, I guess I've seen a lot more body horror than you because I just have all yeah. of these in my mind. Alright, I'll go over a couple, but I'm anxious to hear what your number one is. Alright, this movie came out in 2002. Two, right, 2002. Um, Directed by Eli Roth. I was about to say, is it Hostile? No. Uh-oh. Hostile, I think, came out in 04. Cabin Fever? Yes. Yeah, I knew I knew Eli Roth was probably going to be, had to be at least on the list yeah. twice. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would have I thought Hostile would have been on there. But uh, Cabin Fever is a good choice, too, because that, yeah. that one's definitely more body horror-ish in terms of, like, your just body is deteriorating. Yeah, it makes you cringe when you watch it when you're seeing all skin come off. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, I was 11 when this film came out. Mm-hmm. I, I got it on DVD. Mm-hmm. I would watch it at least maybe once or twice a week. And the uh, the disease was uh, from the water, wasn't it? Wasn't it like poisoned? Or not poisoned, but it was like infected water. Yeah. Uh, well yeah. water. I think it was from the uh, the bad well or something. Yeah. And then also they had the guy that came up to him, but mm-hmm. just covered in blood, threw up blood everywhere. But if I'm not mistaken, I think it was because like there was some dead there, stuff in the water. Yeah, there's and, something dead in the water. That's what led to it, I guess. And that yeah. one, like you think and you watch it and you're like, you know, that one's not too like far-fetched of an idea of happening. Yeah, it could really happen. Especially now in the days of coronavirus. Yeah. People like extra careful about the stuff that they touch and ingest in their body. Yeah, the way like, you know, when the first girl, you know, they see that she has it, immediately throw her into like the barn. Yeah, and, and at the very end, at the very end, wasn't she still like just somewhat clinging onto life and then they like bashed her head in with the shovel? Yeah. Was, was she still alive when that happened? Well, I would imagine she would have had to been. Why else would you bash her head in with a shovel? Yeah, um, she was like barely alive at that point. Talk about an awful way to go. Was that his girlfriend or his sister or something? I think it was his girlfriend, yeah. Oof, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Hell of a way to end a relationship. Yeah. I mean, she was in that barn for like a day and a half just slowly dying and then they're just like, okay, we're going to kill you now. Yeah, Eli Roth, uh, you know, makes some... some, some body horror yeah he pushes the envelope with it to really get you cringe just some of the shots he makes in almost all of his movies so if i may uh can i can i list off a few just to see if you have seen them before yeah um some some that would have probably made my list if i was making the list um tusk would have been on there all right um saw would have definitely been on there Uh, i honestly forgot about saw uh, saw would have been probably up near it would have been 
one of my top three. Um, Hostel, which I saw Hostel before I saw Cabin Fever. I haven't. The only one I haven't seen is the third one. And oh, uh, Reanimator. Reanimator. That's a good one. You seen Reanimator? I have. I've seen the first couple Reanimators. Yeah, uh, I saw the first one. Um, Hellraiser would have definitely made it for me. Um, oh, the remake of Freak Show. Uh, I, I haven't th- seen the remake. I don't think a lot of people have. That was one of those movies when I was in high school, and I was back when Blockbuster was around, and I was just perusing like a whatever movie for for just whatever. I just happened to see the, yeah. the the cover and I look the ending of I haven't seen the original but the remake um I mean the movie the remake movie is you know I was thinking about it actually of whether or not to put that for my Chris hates remakes but yeah um because it's somewhat forgettable all the way up until except for the last yeah five to ten minutes because the last five to ten minutes has the most gruesome one of the most gruesome torture and body mutilations that I'd ever seen yeah the the woman in it was you know painted to be a horrible person but man like um i don't know if i should explain what happens or if you're gonna go see it at some point but um what they do to her is ooh. um you you want to hear something funny hmm. saw actually isn't a list of body horror movies on wikipedia why that's all the that people do in that is mutilate themselves i um, don't know i was just looking for it I'm like how is idle hands on there but not saw i don't know how is faculty on there but not saw um Right, like uh, all right. This Slither. List. Oh, the other one I would have put on there was would be Slither. Slither was uh kind of like almost on the list. Uh, that one's a fun movie too. Was that, that what that was? That wasn't Eli Roth, was it? Who was that? Uh, that was James. James Gunn. Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Slither and uh the Ruins were on the list. Uh, but then I took them off to put on uh Hellraiser and Evil Dead. I would have put in Planet Terror. Ooh, that's a good one. I didn't even think about. Uh, that one was a pretty good one, and I feel like. I am possibly forgetting one or two specific ones. It doesn't have a lot of it, but near the very end, uh, the movie with Willem Dafoe in it called Antichrist. I've, have you mentioned? I think you. Mentioned I've mentioned that before because that was yeah. going to be one of the movies that I had. Um, oh yeah, we were going to watch before. Um, yeah, that those are just a couple, and uh, I think Rest Stop. Rest um, Stop. Rest stop, yeah. Guy gets real cut up and tortured in that one. Um, okay. So I guess before we end this out, I guess I just want to ask, because uh, when I think body horror, I don't necessarily think torture. I think, like I said, the fly or yeah. something that happened. Like like ca- uh, cabin fever is something I think more of rather yeah. than torture. It's like somebody's body slowly morphing or deteriorating or falling apart or something like that, but not yeah. through torture, but through either whether it be science yeah, or disease or something like that. Yeah. Uh, that I completely until you started doing the list, I was like, oh yeah, I guess you know, torture was was definitely a body horror kind of thing. Yeah. And a lot of people think that torture and stuff like that, you know, they call it torture porn, is is kind of like a cop out in terms of a horror movie. Ooh, ooh, I know a really good one if you haven't seen it. Um, clown. Clown. Ga- okay. A guy, a guy dresses up uh, as a clown for his son's birthday, and he can't get any of it off, and he slowly starts morphing, like like he has the red nose and everything like that, and it turns into an actual red nose, and he tries to, and it becomes oh, part of I his heard body. About that. Yeah. that one's actually pretty good. I'd say watch that one. That one's a pretty good one. Yeah. And uh, cop out in terms of people say that it's a cop out. It's like, oh, it's just being gross and stuff like that. I'm like, well, it has its place. Yeah, some people enjoy it. I, I think I think the reason I like body horror 
war is is seeing part of it is me going all right could i handle that like what what is the amount of pain that i what is my threshold that i'd be like i think i can handle that to the up to the point where it's like all right at this point just kill me because yeah. it's it's I, I couldn't live with this like human centipede like nope as soon as i begin like shoot me down at the very end because when you find, find out how, what it takes to become a human centipede they remove your tongue uh they slit the things in your knees so you can never walk and the ending of that movie where it's just the middle section is the only one alive and in the middle of nowhere yeah i was like that is just a horrible way to to just go yeah would not want to deal with that at all but that was a solid list solid list i I, i'd say i I had about at least five of them that i i would have been like yeah that's a good one a couple that i wouldn't have thought of but in the meantime thank you to everyone as always for listening we always value your input value your listenership you guys have a great evening hey everybody thanks for listening to body bag podcast be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about and while you're at it you can find us on twitter at body bag pod and on instagram at body bag podcast thanks and we'll see you next time